Okay, yeah, hello everybody. Mikey S. Harris is with me. I'm Reese John Jones, and this is the Forbidden Love Rugby Podcast. Uh, first squad pod of the season, Mikey. Yeah, it's happening. It is it's happening. It's, it's, it's happening all too soon, really, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we can say too soon. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I feel like I want to start with an apology for anybody who listened to uh, our pod earlier this week. We had some insurmountable gremlins in the system that meant basically Ed was absent for the second half of the pod. Yes, for your gremlins. You don't feed them after nine o'clock and bloody don't get them wet. Absolutely right, mate. Uh, So I thought what me and Mikey could do is run through the actual squad that's been uh, chosen, compare it to the squads we wanted to see picked, and then compare how we did trying to predict uh, Gatlin's choice. So should we start with the backs? Yeah. We got the back three absolutely spot on. We did. Ian Williams, Josh Adams, and Louis Rees-Samit. I I think it's... If you're trying to go as as go, go with the the best, I think for this game, mm. I think that's definitely the back three you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, you could have made a case, I think, for trying to squeeze half Penny yeah. Williams into the same back three, but I, I, I don't know what Liam Williams's wing prowess is like these days. Really. And, and again, sort of with the nines, I think that's a bit of a risk having your two fullbacks in the same yeah. game. Like, it, yeah. But there's boys who can cover, like, but you'd rather out and out fullbacks. It's one of the positions which you kind of got to be. You can't really flitter between, like, sort of thing, I think. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, and I think, yeah, so that was the back three that you and Ed picked. It was the back three we thought Gatland would go with. Um, yeah, and I lost points there because I did <laughs> go with, uh, with the half, I think. Now, go on, sorry. And, you know, I think it's a toss of a coin. With, with, between mm. them both, like, but uh, yeah. So, Mikey, can we skip this bit? <laughs> really, no. please, can we skip this bit? Because I've no interest in in the centre at all. If I well, if I had more time and more prowess and technological know how, I would you'd be the I pro- would stitch in what I said, and you'd be the twelve. Time. You'd be the twelve for Wales as well, and I'd back you hundred <laughs> percent. But yes, he has gone Tompkins uh, North. We, I think we, we we all thought that North would be 13. Yeah. Most of us thought it would be Johnny. Well, we all selected Johnny Williams yeah. at 12, and you and Ed thought it would be Johnny. Mm. Um, not in the 23 at all. Which is lending me to believe this is more a, a gayer captain, boys. Quite possibly. Like, you know. Um, I will say, um, I think it was on the Scrum 5 podcast where they were explaining that what coaches like about Tompkins is his ability to communicate in midfield. Um, mm. Apparently he just doesn't stop talking. And Oh, that would annoy are, Oh, that would annoy me. <laughs> that would really annoy me. And being as we are like a sort of defensive orientated team. And, you know, there have been question marks about George North's defense in the past. Perhaps that communication, especially against a marauding Fijian backline could prove crucial. Oh, yeah, I, I, if if we look past the name and look at the actions, mm. yeah, <laughs> then you know there's there's obviously value there, but um, uh, he's just going to bulldoze it by Vanny Bottier, really, isn't he? Yeah, no, we don't really have um, a kicking option outside of bigger there, do we? No, um, uh, Liam Williams has got a bit of a bit of a bomb on him, and 
Zamet's train kicking now and again. Uh, Josh Adams has got a a, boot, a winger's boot. Am I right in thinking he's a left-footed kicker as well? Ooh, now, now you're looking deep. Now you're going to a deep dive. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I, uh, he, they're playing him on the left wing. Um, yeah. So yeah, Gareth Davis got I, Gareth Davis got a tidy boot in him. Nothing all. Yeah. Well, let's let's move on to the uh, halfbacks, Mikey. You actually did want to see uh, Gareth Davis there, yeah, alongside bigger. Um, and I think you predicted Warren would pick Davis as well. Um, so Ed and I owe you an apology there. Oh, no, no, none necessary, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we did talk in, in some detail about how perhaps we'll be targeting Fijian overthrows at the line-out with a fast off the mark. Yeah, half. and he's got the eye for it, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I feel like he's going to be rearing to go on the weekend. Oh, God, fizzed up like no other... Like, like Ed have said before, like he's a World Cup player. He'll go quiet yeah. for four years. And all of a sudden... <laughs> Die his hair. Yeah, I, I, and it's, it's, it's a bit of a thing, isn't it, being through the World Cup? There's a couple of them who dyed their hair, like uh, Johnny Williams and... Um... Falato as well. Fal- is he? No. Yeah, he's, he's gone blonde. <laughs> uh, who's, who's, who's the French winger who've done it as well? Uh, I can't think. No. It's not... Oh, no. Um, oh, bloody hell, Josh Gardner did... No, Squidge. Yeah, Squidge yeah. The Sydney. I... Um, I forgot. No, was it was it Ramos? No, no, no Ramos. Um, it's the other one. It's not Dupont. It sounds like Dupont. it doesn't sound like Dupont. But I like, I get confused between him and Dupont. Oh, what's his name? Pinot. Pinot. That's Pinot. it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Of course. Damian Pinot. Um, no, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do wonder if uh, Squidge has had a word there and said, "Oh, look, don't make me look stupid." Yeah. Damian. Oh, I think so. All over it. You be. He's he's got he's got he's got the pole. I think. Oh yeah. Squidge. Yeah, definitely. Well, Squidge says goes. Um, so yeah, as a set of backs, then. <sighs> See, like, okay, so the, the glaring two things there really are probably the, I think the things to discuss are Davis versus Williams at scrum half, yep. and then Tompkins versus the rest at twelve. Yeah, oh definitely. I've just had a I've just had a thought that you, you I don't know if you agree. Maybe picking two scrum halves who are both pushing each other for that starting position without that sort of third choice scrum half entering the equation might make them both get the best out of each other the competition's like incredibly intense now it's I don't think it's any less intense with more players but I suppose when you say two Mm. like yeah I I get what you're saying like they push in they're the only two there they're the only two pushing each other so like I, I, I get where you're coming from with like, was it going to be this? Or is it literally at the toss of a coin? We don't know. Like, but I, but I, I buy in, buy into what you're saying. Like about uh, mm. the the condition for the one jersey from two players. Like in this, it's a tough old place to be in. Like when you're when you're the other player, then put it. Yeah, and I suppose the only other change realistically we would have made is um, Johnny Williams instead of Tompkins. But again, Williams didn't have much game time coming into the tournament. No, so I expect we might see him stake his claim in the next two games, perhaps. Yeah, but he, he gave a great account of himself, defensively, particularly against South Africa. Mm. So, like, yeah. I think, you know, not, not that Fiji are close to South Africa, but um, you can draw parallels. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Um, but, yeah, I, I think on the face of it, that's a decent set of backs. 
Um, perhaps, yeah. I've, I, I'm about to say, like, I'd like to see more defense orientated, but I'm looking at it and it's like, well, how? Like, how would we have made there a more defensive backline apart from Johnny Williams, I guess? The the Arfenny as well. But then, I where, suppose, where so. do you put, where do you put, how do you fit four? Yeah. Back, back, um, if I, like, sorry, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, how would you fit four players into three jerseys? Yeah, and like ultimately, we are going to have to score points, like it or not. Like, yeah, so. safer option I think would have been half penny with his kick, mm. with his kicking kick ability out of hand and um, at the at the sticks. But uh, it is what it is. They know yeah. they know they know what they're doing, and in guts we trust. One hundred percent, I think so. <laughs> uh, right. On to the forwards, but now then, front row. Uh, Gareth Thomas, Ryan Elias, Tommy Francis. Now, Ed picked that. Did he? I picked. I forgot yeah. that, yeah. Oh, fair play. I, I picked that. Did you? Yeah. And I didn't. We came and we predicted Gatland would pick that as well. Yeah, you went for Domachowski, Lake and Francis, but it would appear that Lake, whilst fit, just hasn't had enough game time. So look at this then, right? Gats comes out and says, oh, we're all fit. We're all firing. Hmm. Are they? <laughs> well, there is that aspect, surely, yes. Because, like, Lake is the most dynamic hooker in the squad. And why wouldn't you want your most dynamic players on the park in a fixture? Like, this This is a qualification for the knockout stages dependent fixture. You lose it's, it it's a, in your It's a cent. It's essentially a sort of first leg of the last sixteen because if we lose this, we've got to beat Australia. Yeah. If we if we win this, we're probably all right. Yeah. Um, and that, oh, what a position that would be in. I mean, to lose this Monday game morning. In, oh. To, to a well, in, in either case, like if we've won Monday morning, you're on top of the world, right? Yeah, you are yeah. more or less guaranteed a quarter. Well, yeah. It's in, in a while though, this is the first game. Wales' his first game, mm-hmm. and it's that important. I, I think the fixtures have fallen really well for us here. I really do. I, I, yeah, having, having a bit of a, a bit of a foul on out to Australia, and then yeah. signing off with Georgia, isn't it? Uh, y- yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Portugal, Australia, Georgia. Then Georgia, yeah. And there's a week between yeah. the Australia and Georgia game, which, yeah. you know, there's this... Not you don't want to write off either Portugal or Fiji, uh, Portugal or Georgia, but like hmm. you know, there are two tougher games than the other two, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In- incredibly exciting stuff. Um, as front rows goes, it's it's strong and it's beefy. Yeah, tick 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 that totally. Like in uh, you know, uh, personal opinions aside. Mm. Elias is a is a big chap, but uh, I, I can see Elliot D having to do more than he has to. Quite possibly. I, um, I don't see Elias lasting the first forty. We will uh, we will see, but that, that's on the record now. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> watch him go watch him go fucking eighty now. You watch. <laughs> um, I'm I'm reading all of these from the um, the sort of uh, French style. Caricatures, oh yeah, Ooh, yeah, of the players, mm. and I've got to say, Adam Beer—they've done Adam a dirty. <laughs> like they? they've, they've, he just looks like a little, a little finger sticking out of a jersey. Hang on, like I, I got that by us somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he looks like, yeah, just a finger with ears and a haircut. Um, but yeah, uh, second row, Will Rollins and Adam Beard. Uh, we all got them the wrong way around. Um, but we did actually think that Gatland would go for those two. Yeah. However, none of us selected Adam Beard in our sort of fantasy teams. Yeah. It's safety, again, I think it's Adam Beard may be all right when he's not the senior second row. Will Rollins yeah. is obviously playing that role. Mm-hmm. And um, he's um, Adam Beard is his um, second in command. Yeah, this this is something where I'm totally out of my depth, but they've got Will Rowlands down as playing on the loose head side and Adam Beard on the tight head side. Is that how they would normally line up? I, I always had Rowlands down as the tight head side, wearing five usually, but... Uh... Um, you would put your strongest scrummager behind your one, I think, because... Okay. Well, say that. It, this level, I don't think it really matters. Like, but your, your, your tallest second row goes behind the shortest prop sort of thing. Try and oh, balance okay. it out, and um, but like uh, at, at that level, like four and five is. Please, some second rows come on and tell us different, of course. But uh, like, yeah, I think you, yeah. in some cases, you want your, your stronger uh, second row behind. Yeah, you lose it because you he's got to come at the tight head and the hooker as well, and then well, then it's the sure. arguments for having it behind the tight head because he's got the one coming on him, like so. It's <laughs> it's. It's much of a much muchness like, but uh, yeah, but uh, there is there is rhyme and reason for it. Like in uh, yeah, I you know some players yeah. just like the number four or the number five. Like and <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Um, it, it's it's a beefy tight five that. Um, it's obvious where our tactic is there. Like none of these guys are the most mobile around the park. Uh, this is uh, this, yeah this... yeah. You don't see much of Adam Beer with ball in hand or Tom Francis, but Gareth Thomas has been known to get about, and Will Rollins is good with ball in hand. So, like, but but like I said, they they are there for a reason, and that's not for carrying. Yeah, yeah. Um, quite how we trick Fiji into having scrums is another question. <laughs> knock the knock the ball on and take him against the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? It's it's a tactic. <laughs> Moving on to the back row then. Um, we all wanted this back row. And we all and... got what we wanted. It's like Christmas already. Yeah, and we predicted <laughs> that this is what would happen as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, Wayne wrote, Wayne wrote, Wayne Wright, Morgan, and Falata. Wayne Wright probably in his best position at uh, blindside. Yeah, I, I I don't mind the experiment of Wayne Wright at, at eight. Mm. But um, I definitely think six is his jersey. For, yeah, eight, for tournament eight, rugby, eight does cover emergency yep. maneuver or so-called minnows, but yeah, but 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 Basham has done well when he's come on in eight as well. So maybe we and we've never really looked at Basham at potentially eight, but um... yeah, with Basham, he seems to be able to go from a standing start at the base of a scrum and make ground after contact yeah he's got like rapid acceleration like yeah. he gets momentum really quickly I, uh, wainwright probably doesn't quite have that in his locker he, he seems to sort of like take a look up first where he, uh, he needs to get going before yeah. he's making yards i think, I think. sort of it appears to be that player's got to see what's going on in front of him before he can make a decision whereas someone like uh basham will just do want to go forward and do what then, then do the necessary yeah uh, Falato's first game back from injury. You backing him to make an impact, yeah? You got to. 
there's he's taking part in half the training camps, none of the warm ups. Yeah, a whack of credit in the bank, and we all know what his credit looks like. You got a crack, mm-hmm. a cracking credit score. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, I think he and himself needs that, wants that to have a have, mm-hmm. a, have a huge game, just because he haven't played for. And he's like, I have no doubt he's going to be like a coil spring. Yeah, although Falato strikes me as arguably one of the coolest. Members oh, of the yeah. squad. Yeah. He doesn't like outwardly fizz no. like a like a Gareth Davis no. or a, or a Josh Adams. It's, it's all going on behind the behind like in it. It's all in the internal yeah. monologue is on fire, no doubt. Like you, you can you can never see her in his face. No, but you can you can see her in how he plays. So like yes, and it's it's never like violently dynamic. Like that that Cardiff Munster game at the start of the season. Yeah. It, it was like a diesel engine, just the torque and the traction and the unstoppable yeah. calmness <laughs> um, was just like, I remember at one point he sort of got tackled, went to ground, gave the ball at the base of the ruck, got back up and then took the next carry. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that kind of yaka, like isn't it. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping we can, we can see some of that. I mean, he's got miles in the tank. He knows how to play number eight for Wales. Well, well, yes, of course, and and that that it's funny how it works with some players, mm. but it doesn't with, with others. And and Falatau is one it, it works with. And I, again, I think he's he's one of the players who's never a bad game. No, like you know, no. particularly in the Wales jersey, like you can't couldn't you six could, and up. Yeah. Oh, maybe six is flogging him a bit. Maybe you're talking maybe seven point fives maybe I don't know but mm. you know what does a bad game look to like to Falato? we don't know because we've never seen it yeah now our captain Jack at uh, at seven um, I, I, it was always going to be this yeah I think definitely with them um, without uh, Lake Vian for the captaincy as well like and uh, considering Lake's not in the 23 that he's one of well, it was always going to be him yeah now this uh, going back to Falato. This pack. Well, actually, let's let's look at the back row. Actually, I think it gives each of those members of the back row space to do their own thing. Yeah. And so, I, if if that tight five can skew yeah. a ball, those three are going to have a good time of it. They, they're going to be able to play like, and this is echoes of um, of, of previous World Cups and Grand Slams. Like you know, a, yeah. a six doing a sixes job, uh, a six being allowed to do a sixes job, a seven being allowed to do a sevens job, and an eight being allowed to do an eights job on the back of a tight five who can get them on the front foot in other areas of the park and free up the space for them to be able to sort of jouer, jouer, jouer. I think we've got some decent line-out options in the back row as well, like Falato and Wainwright do get themselves up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not, I don't think you want to be chucking Will Rowlands up too much. He's a <laughs> bit of a yeah. bit of a lamp. <laughs> It's gonna it's gonna drain the energy of the lifters quite quick. That is, yeah. but, but if, I guess if you're trying to secure a f- uh, front of line oh, wall, yeah, then yeah. Y- y- your beards, yeah, you know, Wayne Wright's um, athletic enough, um, yeah. which I think, like, you know, the bit bit of a, a bit of a fear might have been that you know, there's not that just Justin Tubrick was the lineup jumper, he was going yeah. up everywhere, he was light enough to be able to do that, like, and he could, and he was quick enough to get around as well, so like. Uh, the adage is what you lose in swings you make up for in roundabouts kind of thing <laughs> um, how are you feeling about Elias' Elias's uh, throwing at the moment I'm not feeling it yeah like 
talk because uh, it's, it's it's a major part of a hooker's role is mm. is good arrows, and out of the three hookers in the squad, his arrows aren't the best of the three. We've, we've a, never had an ultra reliable lineup, have we? Yes, we had. I mean, it's, I think it's taken a backward step. In, mm. I think, like, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it wasn't the greatest lineup. I mean, it's, but it's certainly improved with since Matthew Reese. Yeah, and I think that from, from Matthew Reese up until like Hibbard and the, the most recent and 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 Lake more recently, mm. I think the darts have been looking decent. Like, but. Which was the um, game where it all went to shit? Oh, was it he was the second England test. Yeah, yeah. I hope whatever happened there, we've put behind yes, us and please. we just reverted to whatever we were doing. Or they've just sorted the fuck out of it. And yeah, it's, it's like Jonathan Humphrey said. Um, tried something new, it didn't work. I think trying something new maybe is is. It's unrealistic to do on the park, on the training paddock. Yeah. Like, but yeah. to stick it in a game which you're treating like really like uh, to, to get out of the pool, if not a knockout game. Yeah, bit bit yeah. a bit naive to come in at that late in the stage, and it's something you you want to be plugging away for a, a lot longer than that. Sort of bringing in gradually, maybe test it against the likes of Portugal and Georgia, just yeah. because you've got a little bit of scope to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's such a tight pool in terms of ranking positions. Yeah, I was, I was uh, I'm I'm in charge of the Rugby World Cup sweepstake at work. Oh, nice. And, um, yeah, I've had to do like a little explanation email of what rugby is for a lot of people because is know, it? <laughs> well, yeah, like so, a lot of my colleagues um, aren't aren't from the UK. Oh, um, okay. Rug, rugby's a minority sport in a lot yeah, of places. Yeah. So, um, you know, like not knowing a lot about rugby sort of qualifies you to be a TV pundit or a podcaster. So, Well, have you sent him a link to the podcast as well? <laughs> for, for, yet, for, for further insight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the draw for that is uh, tomorrow lunchtime. So, uh, is it? Yeah, that'll be exciting. Mm. Something to look forward to. On to the bench, Jen, buddy. Um, let's, let's start with the front row. None of us saw this come in. Nope. Elliot D, Corey Domachowski and Dylan Lewis. It's, I told you about Gatland likes Lewis. I know, yeah, he does, and but he is that twenty minute off the bench kind of player. Hmm. Much in the same yeah. way we've seen Henry Thomas as well. I mean, we've seen a lot of Henry Thomas, but then like obviously, like you said, like Gats likes uh, likes Lewis, and um, it might have been the case of in in the warm up study, but having, having a look at Henry Thomas and uh, of what his limitations were, and. I'm, I'm, I tell you what, Barry, I'm having a look at this bench as a whole. In fact, let me just run through the whole thing and then we'll go through a section by section. Because yeah. it's not... I, I think this is a one of those uh, when the game goes open type benches. <laughs> mm. like D, Domachowski and Lewis sort of more renowned for their movement around the field yeah. rather than yeah. their, their set piece. Dav Jenkins, he's not the bulkiest lock at no, the minute. He's... He's, he's fr- there's muscle left to be put on his. Oh frame. yes, yes, of course. Raffle over Basham. Yeah, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. I. And then uh, Williams, Costello, and and Dyer then as Dyer, a replacement. Outside yeah, Dyer. Um, that selection was uh, that. Sh- yeah. I don't want to say shocked me, like, but it shocked me. 
Mm. I, I guess we must be looking at fullback cover from Adams or Zamet. Oh, d- yeah. Your centre cover, though. Yeah, what's that looking like? Well, I guess... I I, I think what... I, say you are down a centre, say... No, uh, Let's say Lavani Bottia steamrolls Tompkins. Because it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I think you're going to have to go bigger to cent- inside yeah. centre. Yeah. Which is risky. Well, yeah, this is this is the risk when you only pick five half-backs. Yeah. Four of them, are, three of them, four of them, four of them, yeah. 80% of the half-backs are, playing, are, are available in this fixture. The other thing is if we... If we lose a winger, obviously you can bring Dyer on as like for like. Yes. You could also, I guess, move North out, Tompkins out, and then uh, I don't like it. Nah. So yeah, I suppose we could we could work through it. Like sort of like I said, sort of fullback goes down, you move Adams to fullback. Or Zamet, mm-hmm. it doesn't. Yeah. Personally, Adams because I think Adams covers fullback better right now. If you pick making a dynamic decision. I will say, mind if um, if there are any kicks to grass mm. from Fiji, Zamet might be able to cover yeah. the ground faster. Oh yeah, I suppose you're playing a pendulum defense. Mm. You're playing pendulum with your winger and fullback as well. Then in in, in the defensive sense, because yeah. you got you got you're playing two backfield players in that sense defensively. Yeah, you can push them. You can, you can create space on the wide for Fiji to run into. You've got to be confident in, def- in your defenders. That's where you slip in in, the, in that sort of pendulum sense, like. Yeah. Um, if we if we take a look at Jenkins and have Jenkins replacement lock, um, yeah, not a lot of ballast there. I like him though. I, I think he's a classy player, and uh, uh, I think he's got quite a high ceiling. Yeah, I um, looking at this, I think he he may well be coming on for Will Rollins. Oh, I because like you'd want to see a good hour of Will Rollins by you, but not flag him too much. Hmm. For the later route, for the later games, like Australia. Three specialist locks is strange, isn't it? Like it, it's basically always going to be these three in some combination, um, with the occasional yeah. cameo. Yeah. Player, I guess that's a, that's a fair old point. That is like, and uh, it's, mm, it's, I don't know if I like it. Yeah, it's it's, it's making me nervous. Yeah, because one of them goes down, what happens? Did you promote yeah. you automatically promote Chuns to Chuns to the row? Probably. I'm, I I'm, think... a, I'm a fan of that going forward. And I really want to see that for the next four-year cycle. Oh, I mean, like, if, if they get more time together at Exeter as well, Shinzer and Jenkins. That, that could be sort of a little um, a little thing for us to keep an eye on, sort of through the uh, yeah. through the weeks of the uh, coming season. I mean, Exeter are making uh, Shinzer wear seven, but, like, we all know he's not a seven. Uh, oh, he's... F- yeah, he's... he's... He's not a seven that wheels. And I, this is the thought I've had for a while, sort of a bit of a digression off the point of any. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no such thing as a seven in England. Yeah, like they, 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 they never really no. truly embraced the seven. No, they? they're like, few and far between. Like the last seven before the, over the last 20 years has been Neil back. And then. And, Could you argue Curry? Oh, well, yeah, so I was going to come on to it. Like Tom Curry mm. is the next best thing they got to, to look at. In a sevens mold, and he plays a sevens type of game. I mean, like, but the rest of them, even look at um, Ben Earl, seven. They, they were second Rob Shaw. Rob, yeah, him. Rob Shaw's never, never a seven, never in a million years a seven. I don't. I feel like they've got the athletes. So I mean, oh. like, they're like you look around the Premiership, and if England wanted to invest yes. in the traditional back row trio, 
Go- you know, with your typical open side eight and seven, the, the personnel are there. Yeah, they've got sixes coming out of them, roll shapes and sizes. Yeah, yeah. Eights, a little bit thinner on the ground. I mean, Don Brandt, uh, Billy. And Underhill? Underhill's a... Well, this is another one of them ones who could do both. Mm. But mm. I, I like the complement of, of, of Underhill as a six to carry seven. Yeah. And then yeah. you've got Don Brandt at eight for me, but... I'm not. No. Uh, I'm not um, old uh, Borthwick, am I? <laughs> no, you are not. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> and all the better for it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Now then, of, of the five Ford replacements, it's hard to see who raises the eyebrows the most. But Raffle, none of us saw coming. No. I wonder. Out and out seven. Yeah. So presumably the game plan is going to be Jack to six, Wayne right to eight, oh. Raffle to seven at some point. Took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, I can 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 see it coming, and not not that like you want to see Falata come off in what is probably going to be a, a big a big game for him personally. I mean, being out of action for so long, but yeah. like I said earlier, like it's it's a pretty big game in the grand scheme of it. Like this this is the one that needs winning. Yeah, um, I guess if Morgan goes down, Raffles a straight yeah, swap. Yeah. If Wainwright goes down, Morgan over Raffles. Yeah, so yeah. Like we 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 can jig around a little bit. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's that. Definitely, sort of shake it up and then, and then see what yeah, happens. Like, but I, um, I do wonder why we didn't go with Basham. Basham's been doing it all for the Dragons. Yeah, I wonder if Gatland and the analysts have just noticed that maybe Fiji are susceptible to turnovers, and that's where Raffle yeah comes into things. And now, if you if you take the the rest of the bench as a whole, there are some open play players in there. Yeah, Thomas Williams is a great broken field yeah. player. So if we can force turnovers it, and then there's a broken field, perhaps that's the tactic Gatlin's going for you. Yeah. And we'll soon see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's go on to the backs then. So, yeah, um, Thomas Williams, I think, in one of the interviews I've read, they're treating him as an impact player. I've never really seen it myself. Um, is, is that his role? Is that going to be his role throughout? I well, See, I've always seen... Davis is having more of an impact. I, I feel like Williams is a fairly normal scrum half. I think he does scrum half things. I think Davis has the stardust with the brain farts. Uh, but are we, are we thinking about this then On in the sense that like we've seen a lot of Reese Webb, a lot of um, Garth Davis and uh, Reese Webb sharing the nine jerseys for a long time. And and I, 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 could, I felt they were quite similar in their approach to the game. Like, Quite mm. quite nippy at that particular time. Quite nippy around the base, uh, good service and uh, good vision. Yeah, like I I like Williams. I'm I'm, I'm still waiting for him to have his career defining game. Yeah, and he, he's starting to get on. I think he's like 29 maybe. Yeah, and that's sort of breaching that sort of like yeah. third decade of life. I know how yeah. hard it is, and I'm well yeah, in my third decade of life. Don't we all? Um, I Costello. I, it's probably not raising the eyebrows that. I thought it would because, like, having to think where Anscombe hasn't really played. Yep, Costello has had three games. Yeah, more recent game time. If you've got to look at the uh, Six Nations and Autumns, uh, sorry, the um, Summer Series. But like, yeah. is I was obviously then um, Anscombe hasn't got the credit in the bank that Falatau has. He hasn't clearly. I would have gone with Anscombe on the bench 
because he can cover fullback too. Yeah, I am. Um, I do worry you of this bench. We'll come on to Dyer in a minute. It's got the ability to throw some interception passes, hasn't it? Oh, good God. I mean, yeah, it happened, didn't it, with Peter Steph? Yeah, yeah. It's it's there. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I do wonder about Dyer on the bench. I, I, I like Dyer. Yeah. He's an I, excellent player. Yes, yes. And he's he's been... a luxury player, though, isn't he? He's a, he's a winger and nothing else. But, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Yeah, it's like you're either bringing off Zamat or Adams, and 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 therein that therein lies the limitations of of having sort of like where we haven't seen like you know we discussed a few weeks ago like the the the, the um, players being able to sort of cover one plus positions. We only seen a lot of them in one position of late, which I think was my yeah. thinking on it. Like you know we haven't seen maybe Josh Adams playing enough at fullback. We haven't seen sort of like maybe I don't know. Like Jack Morgan playing F six, for example. Mm-hmm. I know he have played plenty of six for the Ospreys, of course. Like, um, yeah. but I suppose that this it's in in the back division. They like you know we haven't seen enough of Liam Williams on the wing for, for, for yeah. to, to know enough about him at the minute on the wing. It's, he's he's a fullback. He's out now fullback and a half and he is an out and out fullback. You wouldn't look at him on the wing right now. Hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Forget it. Um. But yeah. Overall, then. But what, what do you what do you make this? How do, how do you assess this team's uh, chances here? It's it's a funny old one, isn't it? Because it's. Do you think it's Scotland's first choice team? I don't think so. Who, who do you think comes in? Um, for me, for me, it's the duel. Lake Anscombe and someone else covering the backs. I think that's yeah, close I, to the first twenty-three. If I if I mixing mixing this up to make it look like a Gatland team, then mm. you you, I think you go Nicky Smith at one. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, the the, the bench Lake, replacements. Yeah. Yeah, and then Lake at two. I mean, be pretty limited with a tight head. I say limited with tight head. There's three in the squad, of course. Like, but like, you, Tom Francis has been the anchor since Adam Jones had gone. Mm-hmm. Then there's again, there's not much you can do in the row. The back row speaks for itself. We've gone with the back row. Uh, yeah. Half backs. I think again, it's a toss of the coin sometimes between Gareth Davis and Thomas Williams. Courses for courses. Johnny Williams is clearly going to be. A more dynamic twelve. It clearly is a more dynamic twelve than Nick Tomlin because we've seen that. Yeah. So I think if that's what Gatlin wants is a dynamic twelve getting over the game line. Rugby's never not needed the dynamic twelve who doesn't get over the game line. Mm-hmm. Then therein lies my uh, reasons for uh, suggestions for changes. Yeah, no, I can, I can see it. Um, just as an aside, this this whole thing where you do your sort of. Like a lot of teams have always done this. You start in 15 is the yeah. punch holes 15 and the finishers then are the find gaps and exploit them um, squad. Would you say there's ever a case for reversing oh, that? Yeah. Try, try and give people the run around first yeah. and then demolish them yes. with a solid set? I, 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 there's definitely score for that, I think. If you can particularly pick a team, we, you know we're not going to be able to compete for 80 minutes. And then there's only a limited number of changes. You definitely give them a run around. Give them a run around and tire out and and then bring on your bomb squad. Like I I, I was I was so fizzed to see like you know the, the role reversal between Gavin Henson and Jamie Roberts. If that would ever yeah. could have ever taken taken place. Like you see mm-hmm. you see Gavin Henson start, who was the flashy twelve, who could also get over the game line. Don't get me wrong, of course. But 
imagine now, right? You're 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 knackered all open side, right? We've been trying to get a get a grip on Gavin Enson all game. Yeah. And then look who comes on to cover the twelve who comes on at twelve, Jamie Roberts. Mm. Yeah. As a as a seven, you're blowing out your ass, going, man alive, how am I gonna stop this train wreck of a man? <laughs> yeah. Uh you you're gonna make me think about Gav a bit too much, you know. I've uh, we never we never got no. enough Gav. No, we didn't. Great shame. You have to go to his pub one day. Oh yeah. Oh good. Pod out then. Yeah. Should we oh we didn't like, you know, special guest, take a pod recording there. <laughs> oh now we now we're workshopping an idea. Yeah, yeah. Fox I, Fox, I wonder... Fox Nouns, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've cycled past her a few times. Yep. Looks nice. Yeah. I think I drove past the other day. Mm. Mm. There we are. Right then. <laughs> but I think uh, well that's a nice solid thirty seven minutes of podding. Um nothing else to add, I suppose. Uh I guess, do you think this team is capable of beating Fiji? Not will they, but do you think the ability is there? The rhetoric from the coaching staff has been that, hasn't it? It's been, these boys can do a job. And uh, even coming from the players themselves, listening to uh, Domachowski the other day in the interview, mm. he said it doesn't matter what 22-23 take to the field, it's, um, it's going to be a 23 that's going to carry out the game plan. Which oh no, there's something actually. Uh, you just reminded me. Um, they always tend to put forward players who are going to be involved. So maybe that's one to watch out for. Um, mm. So you know, they, maybe they put Tomachowski forward, knowing he was going to have a role to play. Yeah, and he speaks well. Do you know what? I think the mood in camp looks good. It does. Like, yeah, and it's like you wouldn't want this game to go the wrong way, and then see. Mm see that disappear from yeah. from the team because like they, they all looked excited, enthusiastic, like and they all say in training's gone really well. And the, the fifteen weeks they've had together I mean yeah. I mean, all right, yeah, Pivak didn't get that luxury. No. But again he did cough up some fire for some final furballs along his journey. Yeah, and I think the the mood from like the media coverage does remind me of the build up to the twenty nineteen Grand Slam. Players just se- seemed relaxed, seemed like they knew what they were doing. Yeah, seemed confident, but without being overconfident, like kind of humble with it. Qu- yeah, humble and quietly confident. Like, um, yeah, which which is we we we, we as a as a species of, of Welsh rugby loving players and people, we we never we always work better if we're the, if we're the underdog. Yeah, and I prefer maybe hanging on to that maybe a little bit too too wholeheartedly for the not to get too ahead of ourselves sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Oh well, um, I, I say like we haven't got the same insight into the Fiji squad, and we don't know what the team's going to be until tomorrow. Um, well, but... is, it, is it tomorrow they're announcing? Is it? I think so. Yeah, we we blinked early. We didn't have to announce until tomorrow. Ah, oh, right. Um, we we were scheduled for like I think quarter past twelve tomorrow. Uh, Fiji are scheduled for midday. So watch this space, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, you know, we just I think we just know a lot more about the Welsh boys. So yeah, I, I, I've just been having a quick scoot through the old uh, realms of social media to see see if there was an announcement for the uh, Fiji uh, twenty three. But uh, nothing I can see at the moment. But um, yeah. It's uh, an interesting one to wait and see what's going to happen there. Perhaps, you know, having Wales having gone first, then Fiji will pick a team to match unless they wait. And again, they could be waiting on the fitness of could be. players or like, you know, seeing if they're outside half who's gone down, 
is uh, really out for the, out for the duration. Yeah. All right. Um, but well, let's call that a day there. Yep. We'll be back on, I guess, Monday or Tuesday with a reaction to Sunday's fixture. But yeah, just thanks for listening. Get in touch with us on Twitter. We are at FL Rugby Pod, and we will speak to you soon. Take care and goodbye. Ta-da. Forbidden.